0: Welcome to episode 58 of Tim Talk, the podcast about the DC animated universe co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And uh, we are back with some more Batman and Superman action this week. Yeah. Uh, and by that I mean we have a really mediocre episode of Superman we're going to gloss over real fast and then spend you a know, shitload I, of time on Batman. I thought this had potential to be something. I did as well. And, and we're going to, we're, we're, we'll dive into that in a, in a bit uh but before we get into that cameron what has been happening in the world comic book news i don't know i've been busy all week uh well i actually came prepared this week, chris thank god someone did yeah not sure she very rarely <laughs> uh
1: we have a couple new trailers that we haven't talked about yet oh that's right yeah um do you see the new mutants trailer i did i'm not interested like at all i so i i've made this point a few times before of like i love when like, superhero isn't a genre, yeah. but just kind of a theme. Sure. And that's what I feel like this is. So, for the people who haven't seen yeah. the trailer, New Mutants is basically a horror film that just happens to have mutants in it. Or at least that's what the
0: trailer And, and that was the, makes the, it the, the discussion that was happening before the trailer, then the trailer came out and kind of confirmed that. I, and, and I I agree with you. Um, I think for me, this suffers. I, I expect for me this will be kind of like Logan as well, which is like, on its own, I can appreciate it for what it is. But you still haven't given me the fucking X Men movie I want. So don't give me the one that I didn't ask for. Don't worry, Chris. Dark Phoenix is on the way. Oh, god, that's probably gonna be terrible. But I mean, it's just like, you know, when I first thought New Mutants, like, okay, cool. Like maybe we'll actually get to do like a whole bunch of students at the Xavier School that doesn't really have to do much with the X Men. Like I would love to see that movie of like what's it like to be a student there, and um, you know, maybe some of these characters like the the real X Men are off in the periphery and. Maybe we're going to get, like, the classic yellow and black suits, kind of like Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Deadpool. So you mean you want Sky High? Yeah, kind of. I guess uh, I guess <laughs> that's the problem. Everything, <laughs> every... Sky High is actually a pretty solid movie. It's such a good movie. Um, yeah, it's all been done before. Yo, um, what's up, Brandon? Want to say hello?
1: No. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, you're asking,
0: you're asking for Sky High. That is the <sighs> best X-Men movie we have so far. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kinda like how Hercules is the best Superman movie we got. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, did you were
1: you excited about it? I mean, I'm I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm very anti-horror. It's That's not true. a genre that yeah, I've ever not your really, jam, really. Me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, depending on how people you know how, review this movie, like I if it reviews well enough, I will end up going to see it. Like yeah. I saw um what was the Movie the beginning Get Out I watched that one. Oh yeah, that was more of a thriller than a horror. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's a superhero film, so eventually I'll see it. Yeah. Um, but I was just happy to see like kind of a a fresh take on the genre. Yeah, I also agree with you. Like, I I do want that. Like, I would love kind of the cast, not the cast, the crew of like uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming to tackle an x-men film i think they kind of have the idea down for what a teenage superhero film should be
0: yeah i guess i hmm, i feel like this is the direction fox is going to go in now because deadpool and logan were like big successes of them back to back both critically and commercially and so probably going like okay let's really embrace the idea of doing genre films that happen to feature superheroes which again i'm mostly down for but but we also hmm. uh just had legion which
1: that's true. A, it was thriller esque, yeah.
0: Thriller-esque, yeah. Uh,
1: and that was, cr- that was very successful. And was I love that series. Yeah, so I, I, I think, love, that, I love that as well. Yeah. I think if they kind of pull things from that and integrate it into this, yeah. Uh, I think they might have a pretty good movie.
0: I just, I just are. want the fucking X Men costumes, and for what almost twenty years now, they they still keep saying no, and it's driving me nuts. Yep. Um, but it's okay because there are other big, bright, colorful superhero movies coming down the pipeline, including mm-hmm. the trailer for Black Panther. Yes. Segway. So, um, the trailer looks great. It does. First off. Continues, say that. continues Super excited for this. to look great.
1: Yeah. Are you upset that it's the same Iron Man villain that we've had in every film so far? Oh, like the... Iron Man 1, you had the anti-Iron
0: Man. You get the anti-Black Panther uh, Yeah,
1: Ant-Man, it's the anti-Ant-Man. Now it's Black Panther, it's the anti-Black well, Panther. Well, I
0: mean, uh, Red Skull. Yeah. To even And the Abomination with the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess Loki doesn't really count. He's not really no. the anti-Thor. I... Mm, yeah, I, I get why they end up doing it. It'd be kind of cool to see them do something different. I guess I'm gonna... I'm willing to kind of... Give him the benefit of the doubt because it is Ryan Coogler. I was going to say because it's Michael B. Jordan and because it's Michael B. Jordan, he looks so good. He oh, he always looks good. Yeah, but he looks particularly good in this. The second, um, the second
1: Marvel uh, character to make it past the Fast and or not Fast Furious, the Fantastic Four failures. Wait, hang on, same character too.
0: Oh, right. Oh, yes, of yeah. course. The Human Torch. Mm-hmm. To second this is w- the
1: second Human Torch we have in the Marvel oh, franchise.
0: I was trying to go through the um, the most recent cast. I'm like, wait, Miles Teller? Isn't that? No, he's not. Uh, I mean, he
1: technically is in a Fire film right now.
0: Oh, yeah, only the Brave. Mm-hmm.
1: It's revealing well. Yeah, not yeah, going to see it. Be, no, probably not but...
0: see it either. Um, yeah, I am super excited for Black Panther. See, this is where I'm cool with them doing genre stuff, because like Marvel has continued to deliver... like. They gave us the Avengers movie that I always wanted to see. And now they're like, okay, we're really going like, to lean in on these like, more genre stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know. So this, the director, he also did Creed, right? He, he did uh, Fruitville Station. He did Creed. Is he doing Creed 2? Uh, no, apparently Stallone is directing Creed 2. Oh, too. that's right. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm missing another one that he did. I don't know. The funny thing is, I actually haven't seen any of his movies yet. You haven't seen Creed? I didn't see Creed, no. That's good. I know it's really good. It's been on my Hulu for a long time. I've been meaning to sit down and watch it. And I've seen some of the original Rocky movies. Okay. Um, like enough. But... Yeah. I mean, once you've seen one, you've basically seen them all. Yeah. I think I've seen... I know I saw Rocky Balboa in theaters, which is the latest one. That might be the only one I've seen in its entirety, actually. There was... Before I ever watched a
1: Rocky movie, there was a, a clip from The Simpsons that I always think of when I think of Rocky. Mm-hmm. And it's Bart trying to understand Roman numerals. Uh, he's like in a tunnel, or he's in a cave, and there's multiple tunnels, and they're all labeled with Roman numerals, and he's trying to figure out which number means what. He's like, okay, this tunnel, it's a V and a in two eyes, Rocky five plus Rocky two. Oh, this is seven,
0: <laughs> and I like
1: that stuck with me, and I love that just like little joke of
0: oh using God. Rocky to figure out Roman yeah, numerals. Yeah, that actually is the easiest way to do it. Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> genius. Yeah. But uh, no, I am super excited for Black Panther, though. Yeah. Uh,
1: what else do we have? Um, Han Solo, Solo. It's a big surprise there. Boring. Yeah.
0: I don't, hopefully it's good. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, I have uh, some casting news. <gasps> so, do you? Yes. The, Is it about my favorite TV show? It, well, it's about an offshoot. It's, it's-esque. It's about the new Teen Titans live action. Ooh. They have cast Beast Boy. <gasps> <gasps> who? Who, who, who? I don't know if you'll Obviously, know. I
1: didn't care. I didn't, uh, care didn't look, look up. This up.
0: I, I don't know if you'll know him by name, but Ryan Potter, the cousin of Harry Potter. Yes, Harry Potter's cousin. Got his it. American cousin Ryan. <laughs> uh, No, Goes to Ilvermore. He, he. What do you think he is? What What are their What are their houses again? Uh, I don't Go. remember. It's He's like a goat. <laughs> there's a like, There's like a bird, and a. I don't know. They're all based uh, off of Native American p- things. P- I don't remember. Pidwidgin, Pidgewid-
1: Pidgewid- I think that's is one. That's, no,
0: that's Ron's <laughs> bird. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. Okay, whatever.
1: Uh, oh, Pidwiggin is his bird. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. He is the voice of the main guy in Big Hero 6. What's the kid's name? Oh, um, Hero. 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 Mm-hmm. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> what's, uh, what's the name of the main character in that movie, Big Hero 6? You mean Maine? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's the character of six um yes he was hero in big hero six mm-hmm. um so here okay. we go. that's that's his look right there okay i'll I'll take that as a big yeah, boy I know. I, I, i'm i down Still yeah have to look for it he's a good looking guy i'm gonna look up some more photos of him real quick <laughs> he's probably over 18 you continue
1: <laughs> i was gonna say double check the age on that one um yeah. that's why i'm looking him up i had a i had a weird piece of news that i'm not sure if you saw or not um there was a, a weird story that went out that said Big Bang Theory had spoiled Justice League. Okay, I
0: thought something about this, but uh, he's 22. Oh, you're fine then. Fuck right off. Okay. Look well, at him all you want. I'm going to. Objectify him I'm all going you going to. to. It's fine to objectify men. Um, oh, hello. There was
1: a, I guess, sweepstakes going on uh, by, through CBS, or through Big Bang Theory, that was like, figure out which Justice League member you are, uh, and they kind of confirmed that Green Lantern will be part of this movie. Okay. Which isn't... So, like, there's, like, a, a wheel that you spin, Wheel of Fortune style. And on the wheel, they have all the superhero logos, including the updated Green Lantern emblem. Okay. Um. So, like, I, like obviously, that doesn't confirm... Like, that doesn't spoil anything big. But it does confirm that Green Lantern will have some part yeah. in this. And we also kind of get that in the trailer when Darkseid's henchman lands on, on Earth. He does say, like, there's no, no lanterns, lanterns around. No lanterns here. Yeah. Um, so, like we now know that that's confirmed, which is exciting for me because I would love to see them destroy my favorite franchise a second time.
0: <laughs> um, uh, hey, you know what? Batman has been ruined before and come back. Yep. So who's to say that Green Lantern can't also can't also be ruined a second time and then maybe come back and then maybe come back.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, but so we don't know anything about it. I assume I have a theory that it's going to be Ab and Sir will come and kind of like give wisdom and then maybe like post-credit he'll get injured and then we'll see the ring fly off
0: okay go to someone i'm sure it's gonna be hal jordan again you think so you think you're gonna go john stewart well there's talk about them maybe doing like a buddy cop style thing right so that might end up being hal jordan and john stewart i'd like that that'd be my guess i don't I don't think they'll do Kyle Rayner. You, you know, know who I want? The said, one that
1: everyone forgets? Guy Gardner? Guy Gardner. Yeah. I just want a super hot head on the team.
0: I, I think Guy Gardner's just too Just because everyone hates him. Everyone hates him. He's too much of a joke. I and love I, it. And I feel like Kyle Rayner has kind of been replaced once again by Hal Jordan. And Hal Jordan's kind of come back in popularity. Because yeah. I think in the mainstream comics, Hal Jordan's the current Green Lantern, right? I assume so. Because they, they added a fifth one. Um, oh, they did! Oh, they did! Yeah,
1: the um, Israeli Green Lantern. Yeah, um, I think he's Israeli, Middle Eastern Israeli, Mid- Middle Eastern Green Lantern. Look this up here.
0: Yeah, I did see something about that. Mm-hmm.
1: That was a couple of years ago, but I don't remember anything ever happening with him. Uh, he had a cool suit. I just remember that. Um, I think it's in Justice League Unlimited where they make the excuse me the Guy Gardner joke, where they're trying to find new members to initiate into the Justice League. Um, and like guys' picture pops up, uh, oh, and like, like before no. they can even say anything,
0: John and it's like, no. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. When they're trying to pick new uh, JLU members, mm-hmm. um, is this? No, fuck it. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to look up the the new. I want to say his name's like Amir, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out another time. Yeah, it's too, too much work. Um. I feel like other things have been happening in news. I don't know any other big ideas, things we're talking about. Today? Um, I can't. Speak. No, I think we speak, can. We speak. can start. Sup- what Superman. we're supposed to be talking S- about? Superman. Okay. Uh, Are God. you starting with Superman? I'm so fucking tired. Uh, You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs>
1: Guys, PA work is hard. Uh, um, got action figures. Action figures. I thought this was a toy man episode.
0: I was very wrong. I, I thought that too. And then I, I saw it was Metallo I'm like, okay, maybe because I do generally like their version of Metallo I love that's Malcolm McDowell. I love the idea here mm-hmm. um, of him having amnesia, which pretty much goes away pretty fast. Like Yeah. He pretty quickly go like remember Superman goes, Oh right, I'm an asshole. I wish – so
1: I had a note going off of our famous segment that I continue to forget about of the how can we make this better. Yeah. Um, this has – this episode has such a rare opportunity to kind of give, like, this crisis of conscience yeah. feeling. Because, uh, like, he when we first meet Metallo, he does have anemia and he starts helping people. Mm-hmm. We have the idea of, like um, – What's the what's the phrase? Um I wrote it down because I don't forget inherent good. Like oh, okay, the idea sure. that people are inherently good. Yeah. And without any kind of coding, they will do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool that we see that. But then the second he gets his memory, I'd love for him to have to like have that fight of like, I've been doing all these good things. I feel bu- I feel good about doing all these good things. But yeah. then there's just this overwhelming Superman coming in. And we had this story a few times in Btoss. We did. Penguin yeah. had it. Um, Catwoman had it.
0: Uh, I guess Poison Ivy never Harley had a real Kind one, of had yeah, it. Yeah, Poison Ivy. It.
1: Yeah, faked it. Um,
0: but I still feel like this didn't
1: live up to those. I, no. They had an opportunity to make such an iconic episode like those. Yeah, and
0: they just it, it just well, fell flat pretty quickly. I, I think part of it is you know watching this. This does a feel in a lot of ways like a condensed version of the animated series or the of B T O S. We talked about the fact that, like, with B T O S, we got Origins and we got, like a, se- like, a lot of characters in Origin, a series of episodes where they, like, try different heists and that sort of thing. And then towards the, the end of the second season, we were getting all these, like, will they reform sort of things. They're doing team-ups. They're constantly trying to evolve the characters, and those all felt earned. So, like, when Harley tries to give a genuine go at, um, like, turning good, she's earned that arc. 'Cause you spent so much time with her. Like, this is literally the only the second Metallo episode. And I don't know if we needed more time with him or we just needed a more nuanced portrayal. What I would have really loved is Batman's
1: ideal. He wants mm-hmm. the villains to reform. Yeah. So those episodes are great because we see Batman have hope mm-hmm. that they that this will happen. Superman doesn't really have that. He thinks bad is bad, good is good. He's a Boy Scout. Yeah. I would have loved for him to be the thing that would have kept metallo bad yeah of like he wanted to reform superman sees him he refuses to believe that he can change like bad is bad bad will always be bad hmm. and i would have loved for that to be the thing that causes him to be like well if superman says i'm bad then i guess i'm still a bad guy i'll kidnap these kids and throw them in a volcano yeah
0: <laughs> yeah also this
1: this episode takes place on a volcanic island
0: yeah and i was like oh well, which Be-toss i think is never did a Norway? volcano but no they did do um yeah, I think it's because I, I try to look up the actual name of it. My, my notes, it's Rakhnovik or something. Rakhnovik. Yeah. yeah, so I, I guess it's a bit of like a tropical. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird. What
1: well, the, the Norway is Reykjavik. Reykjavik, Reykjavik, Reykjavik yeah. Norway. So um, I wasn't sure
0: if they just didn't pronounce it right or just yeah. like. Well, it's different. It's it's different. It's just, it's different. I, I was going to give it shit because, like, oh, well, BTOS never did a volcano, then I forgot about Night of the Ninja. How could you forget?
1: It? Oh, I was going to say um, Shirtless Batman.
0: Oh shit. That's sh- oh, wait um wait, that wasn't a volcano, that was a Lazarus pit, right? Didn't he detonate the Lazarus pit? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was like in the shape of a volcano. Yeah. It was a oh, funnel. I never forget Shirtless Batman. Unless uh, Shirtless, Shirtless Robin walks by and then like, Yeah. Get out of here. Um you old bastard.
1: We have the the typical nineties trope as we brought up before, thing that kids like have a fear of for no reason of the oh, the God. memory loss or amnesia. God, it's it's just I love that trope so much.
0: Yeah. It's such a, it's like an easy thing to throw away. Yeah. I, I, man, I really want to be more positive about these things. I don't want to shit on these episodes, but it's just everything about it seemed kind of clunky. Like, okay, so right from the beginning there when they do the, the like, Angelo Chen's recap of, like, supervillains, did you find that to be a clunky way of getting some exposition out about Metallo or a clever way? It was nice to
1: throwback to where he was because i did forget that he was underwater still it's been a while Mm -hmm. he was a pretty early on villain and yeah he was like episode four yeah um but i I did appreciate the the quick callback instead of doing like previously on superman
0: yeah i mean i guess that was i guess it it was a clever way it just felt a little bit clunky um i haven't i have a note here that says never recognize me what the fuck does that mean
1: um, I mean, we, we haven't seen Metallo in a full metallic suit. He's always had a little bit of skin still. Yeah. So okay. maybe the like, <laughs> I did have, there was a small, a small thing that I noticed. I don't know if you saw, uh, and I don't know if this was intentional. The little kid playing with the toy, the action figures. Mm-hmm. One of the action figures was, um, was a Orion from Justice Unlimited. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't oh, think it was shit. meant to be, but I think they based... The Orion uh, character off of that action figure.
0: Oh, I mean, it, it's probably just a reference to Orion, because I mean, Orion's a character in the comics. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like the the design of Orion was. Oh, okay. It might have been taken may from this taken action this. figure. Yeah, because it was identical. Okay, I see. I I was falling asleep as I, saw. <laughs> I, I had to. There's a point where like Metallo gets caught in a lava flow, and Superman like runs off to go save Lois and the kids. I think I had to replay that four times because I fell asleep every time something happened to Mattel. I'm like, I have to know what happens to him to have a <laughs> conversation. <laughs> My notes on this are literally uh, lies to kids. Volcano never recognize me. Pulitzer. Yep. They bring up the Pulitzer again. Like what Sam mentioned, like uh, this is how they had the clunky throwaway about Lois, I do know, who is it? I think Metallo makes a comment. By, oh, bless you. like, get another the Pulitzer once more. I don't remember.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I Because th- he catches her spying on the kids and him. Yeah. So he yeah he has some line of like, is this the reporting that got you the Pulitzer? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got to throw it around. Seriously. You gotta, everyone needs to know that <laughs> Lois Lane won a Pulitzer.
0: Oh, Christ. Yeah. And I even even the way it all comes together it's the same fucking ending as last time yeah like we get a semi-ambiguous like status for him like but we know he's alive and this time i guess he's just like talking to himself to keep himself sane as he's buried inside a lava flow yeah i feel like he'd be strong enough to break free from probably when when we got to the end there were you expecting like a robotic hand to be sticking out of the the thumbs up the thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> One of that nice Terminator Two reference. Oh, just 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 cry a little
1: um, every time. I I didn't expect to see him. I was expecting yeah. to see just like maybe the glow of the kryptonite. Through okay, the this is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like maybe like the eyes or something. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was kind of funny and also kind of stupid was how they basically treated lava just like water. It just yeah, because like <laughs> Metallo was trying to drown Superman in lava flow. Like, holding his head under lava. Yeah. And Superman just, like, coming up and just like...
0: (laughs) We didn't... Did another While uh, while under kryptonite. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That that actually should have hurt him. A lot. Didn't didn't we do this already in a Superman episode? Wasn't there one where, like, there's a whole bunch of lava flowing in? And I thought it was Lois was, like, clinging to a chandelier or something like a hanging lamp in an office over a flowing yes it was oh, it wasn't metallo oh it was the episode that introduced dark side when the the guys with the guns right they're out of like that that factory where all the guns are being kept and it's like molten lead That's the whole thing oh, that a lead building right, so you couldn't yes. see in and we're like oh that's clever and they didn't actually do anything with it and then yeah, just had lead flowing like water around the whole place, molten mm-hmm. lead. And you like, if it were that hot, like if you were within a few feet of it, you'd be like melting, not just like yeah. totally fine. Yeah, that they they treat lava in this like kids treat lava on a playground. Yeah, it can just the flow. floor is lava. Yeah, it's, it's lava. Just don't touch. It'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, I think it was a um, like a I
1: don't remember his name, Kyle from Nerdist. Oh yeah, I think he did an episode of like. What would happen if you actually fell in lava, okay, what ha- thought that was funny? what happened um since it's so dense, you wouldn't sink,
0: oh what uh, makes in like water yeah. you
1: would bob, oh ooh, yeah, so like the water or the all the air and water in your body would boil immediately, oh God, and so it's kind of this like the air pressure would continue to change in your body, so you'd just like constantly be bouncing up and down in lava, I mean, you'd be dead immediately, yeah, but your body would continue to like... It wouldn't just burn instantly. I mean... Or melt instantly. That actually would obviously catch fire. Kind of funny to watch. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, fun facts. Do
0: you ever think about they, yourself they in should, a pile of lava? They should... They should do that in here. Like, the next time they have lava around, they should just portray it very accurately. This, yeah. This, this body instantly dying and then, like, gas steaming out of it and have, have and like and go- the villains <laughs> throwing like a
1: like someone who squealed on them in lava and it's like yeah. the police will never find this body and, and like bounces back to like, the surface. Like, oh, it's like oh shit wait but um do we need to get that out of there like someone get like a, a long pole just yeah, so push him underwater
0: stick over there we got to drag him out of the lava
1: this didn't work <laughs> boss why didn't you think this i don't know i didn't i didn't think lava had these kind of
0: properties yeah, yeah. i always thought it was just like <laughs> water just hot water it's just so hot. It's just hot water. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, God. Uh, I think that's it for this episode. I just
0: know. Plowed straight through that because it wasn't I mean, much to talk about. If if we didn't have the introduction of Tim Drake to talk about as well, I'd say it'd be worth spending more time on this, but kind of forgettable, ep- forgettable episode here. Pretty damn good one when it comes to new Batman adventures. I... Story wise, yes. The oh. animation was very clunky for me. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I have some notes on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm just excited. I just, I get excited about every single new Batman adventures because, like, even more so than B toss, this is my Batman. Okay. Because like, I was finally old enough to watch this when it aired, and so like, I still have somewhere tons of the toys that came out like back in '97, and it's like this. This is my iteration that's cool like when i would build lego batmobiles and lego bat vehicles it was all based off of like this era
1: oh oh memories sweet sweet memories young chris whimsy uh before we get into that who's our sponsor this week chris it is uh
0: jessica and solange take down the patriarchy oh i haven't heard of that one uh i have yet to listen to it because i'm a bad fellow podcaster that's fine so am i yeah. Well, you're a worse fellow podcaster. I'm a much worse fellow podcaster. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that at some point they'll come in and record at the booth and I can just hear it when I uh, tech. Because um, I should probably listen to it otherwise. Hmm. But they take down the patriarchy. Ooh. So here's let's the, hear it. Here's a promo for it.
1: I'm Solange.
0: Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's do it again. Start over. I'm Solange. And I'm Jessica. And this is our podcast, Jessica and Solange, Take Down the Patriarchy. We break down movies from a feminist point of view to see how they uphold or take down the patriarchy. Listen to us on Nerdist School Network or subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can find us on SoundCloud. We come out the last Thursday of the month when we can. Be a part of the resistance just by listening and supporting us. It's that easy. Oh, and go vote at all elections.
1: Ooh. How fascinating, how rebellious. Yeah. Sounds like they're really on their way to taking down the patriarchy.
0: God, I hope so. Uh, but luckily, luckily, I don't know. I'm really struggling for a segue here. It doesn't matter. Sin's Would you say that the patriarchy is sinned?
1: Yes. <laughs> no, let's not go, gonna let's go I'm with not even that. Try. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the episode's called Sins of the Father. Yeah. I'm not going to need to explain that before <laughs> anything. So our next episode of Batman is called Sins. Yep that in a nightclub yep, um
1: a gay new york nightclub called sins with the z that probably exists i'm sure
0: it does yeah i'm gonna look that up actually
1: talk about this well i think i want to know in dallas there's a hotel or there's a a club called purgatory if i remember correctly what where the top floor is supposed to be like colder and it's supposed to be like heavenly yeah blue tones the main floor is purgatory and it's like a neutral floor. And then if you go down to the basement, it's supposed to be a little hotter and have red tones. Mm -hmm. I haven't been, I'm sure one of my friends will correct me on this, but I think that's what it's like. That sounds awesome. Yeah. sounds like a place I would walk in like, this is novel. 10 minutes later, I'm done. Yeah. Bye. This also might've just been from like a TV show and I'm placing it in
0: Dallas. Okay. Uh, there is a Sins nightclub with a Z. In New York? <laughs> um, um, maybe. It says New England. Let okay. Me, let, me, let me see. This is really important. Um, La Passion Avant. Chris, you're about to out Too me much... as like going to this Passion. nightclub last time I was level. in New York. This, wait, this might be a sex club, actually, now that I look at it. Stop <laughs> outing me on our podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this, I think that's what it is. Uh, Oh, it's all along the North shore region of Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And there's a hotel combinations nearby. So we should ask Vasilius to keep in. Yeah. When he's on in a few weeks, like Vasilius, the most important question we have for you is, do you know anything about the sins nightclub? Uh, so we have a Tim Drake backstory. <laughs> Sorry. Real quick. Oh, you're not done. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna do this. uh, Real quick, this is the top line here. Since social networking was founded in 2004 as a private and members-only social organization, it was created on the basic principle that our culture has turned its back in the idea that adults, specifically adult couples, need places and events to enjoy without the family-friendly atmosphere that permeates our present-day society. So it's an orgy club? I think it might be basically just... um, Oh, hang on. I think it's a swingers' club, because to attend events, you must be a couple or a single female um, single males may register as members and participate online via a social network, but cannot attend events. Fascinating. we we, we can't do it, man. Oh, we're out. We're out. Nope. God. Which what, lucky lady listener wants to what join I, me? <laughs> oh my God.
1: We'll
0: have a competition. Who gets to
1: go with Cameron? <laughs> no, that does not need to be a competition.
0: Uh, when you go, you just have to dress as Green Lantern. <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. But which one? I'd, I'd rather do Blue Lantern.
1: Because I want to be hopeful. God, you're such <laughs> a fucking nerd. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Robin. Or should I be an orange lantern? Because I want to be greedy. No, we're not, we're not continuing this conversation
0: <laughs> What's What's, the, what's the, the lantern for lust?
1: What's that uh, one? That's
0: pink. That's the star sapphires. Isn't that? It's love, but it's like love. a lustful love. Oh, okay. It's so like It's like obsessive love. Love in a negative context. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Go as the pink lamp. I'll go as star sapphire. You need the dress of star sapphire. Yeah, yes. full like diamond open across the chest. Oh, absolutely. And all everyone needs to see this perfect belly button. Yeah, thigh high boots. Yeah, <laughs> that weird crown thing that she wears. Yeah, all yeah. It's it. almost like
1: the Galactus crown.
0: Yeah, thing.
1: yeah, like that.
0: But with less branching going on. Galactus mm-hmm. just has the two branches, isn't it, right? It, Doesn't it like go up off and like fork off to the sides, or is that some other character? I'm thinking. I think of? some other character. I don't know. I'm also going to look this <laughs> up. It's a very informative podcast for all of us. Yeah. What did you talk about Robin?
1: I look up Galactus headband. Uh, so this is uh, Tim Drake backstory. They kind of... Is this the original Tim Drake backstory? I feel like they kind no. of combined it a uh, little with Jason Todd. Because Tim Drake's so, dad is still alive.
0: Yeah. So it it is... Um, hmm. In a lot of ways, is actually more along the lines of the Jason Todd origin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't look up Jason Todd specifically for this, but I know a bit about him. I looked up Tim Drake. So, But uh, yeah, Jason Todd was like a kid living on the streets. I think at the time he was an orphan. I'm not quite sure about that. Um, but how he first met Batman was he was stealing one of the hubcaps off the Batmobile. And, and I forget how he went from there to being Robin. Simon um, Baz. Sorry. What? Going back 30 minutes, Simon
1: Baz is the uh, Middle Eastern Green Lantern.
0: Oh, wait, what does he look like? Uh, I'll pull up a photo. It's, it's, like that. Oh, that's a cool look, right? It's a little S and M with the mask there. Yeah, it's, it's, this is what like, I imagine. What's he, like, is he holding? It's like a. Is he? He's got a gun. I don't know. Why is he holding a gun? Is but it that's, a Green Lantern gun? I mean, it's it's like a it's like a handgun with like a green handle on it, but it's like a normal gun. I thought he was holding a martini shaker for a second. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that. Because <laughs> The first alcoholic superhero. Actually, probably not the first. <laughs> oh, definitely not the first. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so that's how Batman discovered Jason Todd. So in this version, it's, it's more or less Jason Todd's origin, but the name Tim Drake. Um, yeah. Because at this point, so Tim Drake became Robin in 1989. And so, like, he was kind of the go-to Robin. Um, but this in this situation, he's, like, stealing donuts. He's just kind of a street urchin, and he still has a dad, if only temporarily. And he's using uh, his battering, his yeah, trusty he, battering that Batman left. Exactly, yeah. So there, um, there's a comic I actually have. So that, cause around this time, they published a whole bunch of, like, uh, Batman Gotham adventures or whatever. And there's one called The Lost Years, which I'll go into detail after we've done Old Wounds, which tells the story of how Robin left. But this comic basically fills in the gaps of... Uh, how tim drake came across the batarang uh why dick left what he did while he was gone as nightwing i think it also covers how batgirl actually came to know who bruce was and how she got involved in the team um and they all kind of weave together it's really cool i kind of flicked through it last night to see if it was that relevant it's not but i'm talking about it anyways no that's that's really cool because i did have a lot of questions because this did just
1: kind of jump us into a new batman world also
0: real quick what did you think the the galactus headdress looked like
1: i looked it up I the way I imagine it is uh for the listeners, it's like two it's so it's it's di- there's like diagonals at the top. Yeah. And it comes down and it's like angled here, and then
0: it like dips down and there's two more here. You're you're, you're more right than I oh, was. Oh, Right, it comes out from the neck. Yeah, it kinda comes out from the neck, but you're right, it is kind of like two just basic bars angled. Who has the the fork? The branches. That might be a new god, actually. I don't know. I don't know. I should have waited to do this. You should have done this while you were doing the Instagram story. You should have. It would have looked a lot better than my stupid-ass face. Um, okay. okay. Tim Drake. Yes. <clears throat> so, street urchin Tim Drake, uh, stealing shit from the cops. He His dad worked for Two-Face and stole something from them. Mm-hmm. Also, Two-Face's henchman, real quick, just start shooting at a child. Yeah. like No remorse. He's running away, and then just like, fuck it, we're going to go ahead and shoot this kid. Like, I know... When they moved from Fox to Warner Brothers, the I don't know if it had to do with the network or whatever. The restrictions changed, but now they were totally okay with child endangerment, and they just jumped into this headfirst.
1: When, uh, when Tim grabbed the rug and slid down the rail, one, awesome. Coolest kid in the world. Great move, yeah. I was really hoping we were going to have some sort of, like, even just like a brief 15-second Home Alone situation. Oh, like yeah? The, like the apartment complex was just like in crumbles... Yeah. And he knew how to get around, but they didn't. So, like, when they tried to take a stair, like, the whole staircase would have just collapsed. And he would have, like, done it's like, heh. And I kicked
0: open the door and walked out. That, that would have That's amazing. what I wanted so much. That would have been amazing. I was expecting, like, a, like a very 90s guitar riff, like, whee! Or was he, like, slid down there? Yeah. Oh, they needed it. They, they really needed it? It, I mean, it is clever on their part, though. They set up pretty quickly that he's already has some skills. Not only has he been practicing the Batarang, clearly, because he's pretty skilled with that, but he can leap around. He's got like, some gymnastic abilities. He can slide down the thing. Um, I mean, he's very much like that like, 90s cool kid. Yeah. The crazy hair and the, the jumping around banisters and stuff. Um, but I, I like him. I don't know if I actually like him in this or I just like him because I remember him from back in the day and loved him then. No, he's great. He's a little bratty, yeah. but
1: it is cool to see him come almost pre trained. Yeah.
0: So, and I forget, this is your first time seeing this episode. It is. Right, okay. So, how, how did his whole kind of arc work for you in this? Like, did, did it, do you think his, his segue into kind of being discovered and going to the Bad Cave and becoming Robin, like, that all flow well? Um, I feel like I'm too biased to really like. No, no, that's fine. Um,
1: no, I, I, I liked it a lot. I think, I don't know why I'm trying to do this off memory when I have notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, stupid bitch. <laughs> stupid bitch. Just,
0: just stupid bitch.
1: Uh, I try love those YouTube videos. <laughs> I know, right? Um, uh, that's who I aspire I, to be. <laughs> I feel like the... I, so I like when he's captured by Two-Face. I yeah. like the interrogation. Mm-hmm. Um, real Batman... Real well, um, actually, no, go ahead and finish that, and then I'll, I'll jump back to that. It's one of those episodes where they just weaken Batman to a point of just like, what are you doing? Kind of yeah. level where Tim has to save him multiple times. Um,
0: yeah, that part I didn't love. Yeah,
1: so, so Two-Face captures Tim Drake, finds out his dad left him a key. Uh, and apparently every key looks different in Gotham. Because <laughs> yeah, I love that. Because when Bruce looks at it, he's like, oh, yeah, I know that imprint. <laughs> Obviously,
0: that goes to the airport lockers. <laughs> it, it, that's like borderline, like Sherlock Holmes esque. Yeah, where he's like studied every form of pipe tobacco so he can just like identify based off like smell and taste and texture. Yeah, Batman has gone
1: around and inspected every key. Well, I mean, I assume he's rich enough; he has like a locker. Oh, he also has to hide his batsuits. That's true. So he just has stashed around in every
0: <laughs> every I, public place. There's a bat suit hiding somewhere, I, just I, in case. I, I prefer to think that he occasionally, like, takes a day off of, like, going into Wayne Enterprises to, like, brush up on Batman homework, and his homework for that day was literally to, like, sift through a box of keys and, like, try and guess which ones were right. Yeah. He's like, hmm, this, this tastes like the train station. He <laughs> just has, like,
1: a box of <laughs> note cards on the side. Yeah. Damn it, it was a subway station. <laughs> Fuck! This is a ferry key. Yeah.
0: And uh, then, like, in his frustration, he knocks with the box, and they'll get mixed together, and he makes Alfred come and resort them. Alfred! <laughs> Alfred, I knocked over my homework.
1: On my way, Master Bruce. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bruce, or, or, or nah, nah, Batman uh, kind of blows up on the, off the pier, is saved by Tim Drake, brought to the Batcave. Second kid, he just randomly brings to the Batcave.
0: Oh, that's true. What was this? <clears throat> um... Was Newt? King. Is yeah. Frog? uh one of those no newts from aliens
1: um uh, i don't remember Whatever. if they ever actually named him to be honest I don't think so. uh, toad no that's the x-men character <laughs> mm. um but yeah um tim drake's just kind of walking around the Batcave. cave uh the only person really smart enough to walk upstairs and he he makes a connection that
0: well, it's not a hard connection to make when you wait, walk through the room and, like, first there's the, oh, Thomas and Martha Wayne, then there's just the trophy case of, like, this person, <laughs> yeah. Batman is really obsessed with this Bruce Wayne character. <laughs> his philanthropist wall yeah
1: there. I, I am glad that they showed that, because what I was expecting, the dumb thing where he just, like, walked up and saw the house, was like, oh, my gosh, this is Bruce Wayne's house. Yeah. But I, I, like, that, I was like, oh, yeah, obviously every person knows what the interior of Bruce Wayne's house looks like. Yeah. The nineties cribs, yeah, <laughs> um, but no, it was cribs. nice that yeah that that they actually did go through and be like, oh, he did explore, he did steal, yeah. he is still
0: a villain. Yeah, he, he he has the capacity to be a villain. Yeah, like he yeah because he he steals Bruce's like money clip and watch and they kind of catch him. And yeah, what Batgirl shows up. Batgirl shows up. Yeah, and like brings it back down to the cave. One thing I loved here is how. Batman talks to Tim because when he's, I mean, I guess he's still a little bit injured. So he's a little bit less intense than normal, but he talks to Tim in the third voice. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that middle voice that in BTOS was basically used exclusively with Alfred. Now here we see him use with Alfred, with Barbara back in the Batcave, And now with Tim, where he's like not putting on the, the Bruce Wayne inflection, but he's not going to go super gravelly. He's just like, that's him at his most human um, talking to Tim being like, why was two-faced after you mm-hmm. um showing that like bruce actually does know how to like talk with kids at the end of the day like he knows how to communicate with them like they're real people
1: yeah especially kids that have gone through like tragic events
0: yeah because like he obviously can relate to that the most yeah i i really like that yeah and i, I also like too that you know the, we talked about this last time, the stakes do feel higher in this version. Like, I mean, they don't say it flat out, but they're like, oh, a, a John Doe was discovered and Tim's smart I Fargo's wish right. they would have like held just an extra
1: second on that. Yeah. Because they do kind of brush over that they find Tim Drake's dad dead. Yeah, they do go past Tim it pretty quick. doesn't really show his emotion. No. Because that was what basically Robin's reckoning was all about. Yeah. Was Robin showing his emotion too mm-hmm. much. And I would have loved for Tim just like have that moment of like, I didn't care about him. He didn't care about me. Why why should I even care that he's dead? Like, you know. Yeah. He just One of those over dramatic nineties yeah.
0: monologues. He does skate past it real quick. He just kinda has like the lone bro tier. The and then, the nice goodwill hunting monologue. Yeah, right. And then it's not your fault. It's not your, it's not fault. Not your
1: fault, Tim. It's not your fault, Tim. My Tim, wife used to fart in her sleep. It's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. Alfred farts in his sleep. It's hilarious, Tim. <laughs> Live with me and you can listen to Alfred fart in his sleep, Tim.
0: <laughs> the smelly old man farts. Dude. I don't know where I was going. Um, um, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. I and they yeah, they, they gloss past it real fast that his dad died. And they also they just go real quickly into the fact like, oh, like Bruce has now adopted this kid. Basically, at the end he's like, oh, you're training with me. I, I would have liked a moment. Like it would have been a little cheesy if they had a moment where Bruce is like, "I'm gonna take you in," or like, do you think it worked better to kind of gloss past that and get straight to the training thing? I would have loved to like have a
1: have a sweeping shot where it would start off with like Tim's luggage or like court papers mm-hmm. that would like that just had like Bruce's signature. I didn't even have to say adopt. And just like court Bruce Wayne's signature at the bottom. Just yeah. like a a symbol to show that tim drake now lives here yeah and then pan over to them training together like i I didn't need a scene or like a him saying like you're staying with me now yeah just like an object in frame that confirms
0: it and then go into the training i guess yeah i mean this isn't a very um emotional episode. No, it, it seems especially like compared to Robin's Reckoning. Yeah, and maybe that's, they were just trying to avoid rehashing that, which I guess I can appreciate because Robin's Reckoning is still amazing, but it did feel like it was just trying to do a lot of stuff in a short period of time. Like I'm pretty sure this must have been the originally intended first episode of this series. I'm not sure why they chose Holiday Nights again because that already showed a like Robin existing. Yeah. So this precedes it timeline-wise. But also, this basically introduces us to almost all of the new elements so we have obviously new bruce new batman new alfred new art styles right? all the new art yeah, styles yeah, yeah the, the new bat boat the new batmobile mm-hmm. um bringing in the new robin we're reintroducing the fact that dick grayson will be in the series but in a different capacity we didn't even talk about dick grayson yet oh i know I know so much to say about his one line. I, so I do. I do want to ask you though, like, what what did you think about the 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 plot of this episode though? The, this idea of like the, the two chemicals mixed together, the bomb sort of thing. I could care less. I wasn't really invested in it either. As obviously, because we've
1: spent the past ten minutes talking about everything, Every, except everything that. but the actual plot. It just it. it you know what really threw me off? You mm-hmm. know the one thing that was like, this is dumb. What is when he starts the the countdown clock on the bomb three minutes it's yeah,
0: not two would, minutes do, yeah uh, that like it was so dumb but i was like what are you doing that's not your number yeah he went to such great lengths to have a like a binary chemical mixing bomb to re- demand uh, 22 two minutes, million he dollars 22 by, million dollars yeah by 2 a.m it's gonna really throw them off and have a three minute countdown yeah, exactly if anything he, he should go for a one minute because be like no it's fine we have two minutes to get there we're, we're working with the henchmen yeah Why would he get my shit? Well, I would have loved for,
1: like, if Batman tried to defuse it, he's like, no, three. This must be, like, him trying to deduce why he chose three instead of two. And that would, like, give him time to blow up.
0: He's like, wait, wait, hang on,
1: Batgirl. There's a deeper meaning to be found from this. (laughs) This is some kind of riddle. He's
0: working with the Riddler. His two faces plus a third. Who's the third face? Oh, my God, it's Clayface.
1: (laughs) This is a Clayface taking over Two-Face situation.
0: <laughs> too many faces
1: <laughs> too yeah, many
0: it, cooks too many cooks oh. what what did you what did you think of uh the new two face design it's not a drastic change but uh i like it i
1: i do appreciate when they animate two face that he's never at a three quarter view um Oh, So when you, when you draw, you usually have three character poses. You have the, the profile, or the profile, which is side, yeah. three-quarter, which is obviously three-quarter, and then front, uh, front yeah. on. Thank
0: you for showing me yeah. how that works. You, Just you, in you, case you, the you, viewers you, wanted to know. Did a nice turn to the side there. Yeah.
1: Um, that That's like a small detail that I always appreciate, that whenever he talks, usually when a character talks, they'll always talk in three-fourths. Okay. Because it looks, most of the time you never see a real person in a perfect profile talk view. talk straight on, yeah. 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 Um,
0: So then what, I wasn't paying that close attention, so is it, like, slightly tilted, but, like, you can still see both faces clearly? No, he's always in a full profile view. Oh, interesting. You
1: always see just one half, or front on. He's never in a three-quarter.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true, isn't Mm -hmm. it? I, again, I, I in general, favor the new Batman Adventure design, just based off pure bias. Um, I actually kind of prefer the BTOS version. Oh, of Two Face. Of Two Face, I feel. I like honestly didn't notice much. Besides the, I think the eye isn't as yellow. I, what, the big thing I notice is that his, I feel like his, normal side, his quote unquote human side, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, has a little bit less personality. Okay. To it, I think he's one of those characters that actually having a little bit more like a little more of a pronounced Duality. facial structure. Okay, yeah. Kind of worked for him. Um, I kind of feel the same way about Alfred, actually, too. I prefer the original Alfred Mm -hmm. to this Alfred. Yeah, I I do, too. And that may also be because there's not a lot of Alfred in New Batman Adventures um, because we have all these other characters, but a lot of him in the original. So most of my time with Alfred was spent with Phantasm, Mm -hmm. where I feel like he's just a little bit more expressive.
1: So I, I think with this, what you're going at is you just don't like the, like, the faces of new Batman.
0: But no, in general though, I do Th- These are the, I think these two stood out for me because they're the only ones that I really felt like diminished a little bit. Cause I, I prefer everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it's because like they minimalize the style
1: so much that they don't have all of those lines to use as expressive lines. Yeah. So like, I love the new Batman and new Robin and Batgirl, because their face is covered and it, it's, you're basically just watching a silhouette yeah. move around. So you have that kind of fun. And Two-Face and Alfred, they're a little more stoic characters. They're stiffer. They they don't really have the opportunity to have that fluid movement that we see with Batman. No, I guess they don't. So they kind of lose their expressions because they can't use their body or their face anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, And I guess also <clears throat> because they're overall aesthetic didn't change their their design basically just adopted the new style but they didn't get a costume makeover maybe it, there's less other stuff to get distracted by right like obviously like batgirl is a huge change for example yeah um her cape is blue now cape is blue now but i just i've always liked the i, I can't always... handle that chris <laughs> too much i need the yellow contrast but I've, I've always liked the the black and yellow look on her which is what they adopted here and I, I realized actually last time we did a new batman adventure we didn't talk about the new bat suit itself like what what do you think going from uh toss to uh nba uh i'm not going with
1: that yeah not yet um yeah. i mean i i think we briefly touched on it before i love the like the cape being a cloak and mm-hmm. kind of moving in that silhouette of like perfect coverage yeah um there's a, a character or there's an anime called soul eater i don't know if you've ever heard of it or watched it no um the it's a, it's, it's a very interesting plot or idea where it's a school of kids trying to become the next grim reaper um, this amazing it's so cool and watch my anime you do um and the way they illustrate the grim reaper it it reminds me a lot of the new batman style okay. because it's um obviously he's just like a black body with a face mm-hmm. uh but he has that like when he's covered batman just kind of a tube and it like kind of points out at the bottom where it's just like all the dye, yeah fla- yeah the... the yeah flares out uh that, that's the same look they give flanges sure is that what those
0: things are called i don't know
1: I can, I don't um know. it's the same look they give grim reaper okay it's really cool
0: yeah i i'll,
1: I'll pull the photo for you did
0: um because I mean I know in the in BTOS, obviously his like out, the outside of his cape is dark blue basically black and the inside is lighter blue I, I imagine for contrasting purposes that that's easier to animate is would there is there part of the the change here how are they able to go to then having an all black cape and still make it work like was it just the animation got more sophisticated and so they could get away with less visual color contrast.
1: I'm yeah. Not even sure it I'm would, it's
0: easier to animate when it's a solid color. Cause okay. you, you
1: don't have to deal with shadows or anything like that. Okay. Um, so there's that, but what I love, and I think I brought it up before is they just have the ability to kind of break the body more because when okay. it is one solid color, you don't really have to worry about like, Oh, his shoulders here. How is it going to move oh, when he does, when he's dodging like this? Okay. I see it's just, you, you kind of imagine, this is like the tube is his body. However, the tube moves, obviously his mod, his body follows. Okay. Um, which they didn't really get well in this episode. I think this episode kind of failed on the animation side a little bit. There's one moment in particular yeah. where Batgirl does this, like, um, this like kind of cartwheel into a kick onto a goon mm-hmm. where halfway through the cartwheel, you see kind of the animation stop and you can tell it's just the cell is rotated okay. And that, like, it, it was such a small thing, but it really stood out to me. Like, oh, they stopped animating this. I,
0: I did make a note about that, that. The animation did seem cheaper in this.
1: I think since this was supposed to be the first episode. I don't know in which order yeah, they and made I don't, it.
0: I have nothing to back that up. It just it really feels like it should be. Yeah.
1: Uh, and I don't know if... Because this still feels like they're trying to use the BTOS animation style. Okay. Like, it's the new look, but the old... Oh, animation. okay, okay. They're still trying to make it like yeah. they did the old show. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, especially with um two faces running animation. At the okay. very end. He he kind of runs off the side and it was, it's very reminiscent of how they would always do it with the old ones. Okay. Yeah. It it did seem
0: a little bit off. Um, what did you think of the new? What it looks like? Oh, kind of has that on the side. Oh, that's really cool. It's such a cool show. Oh, what? Yeah. Man, he's got those big ass fingers. Yeah, he's awesome. He, those make some great finger snaps right there. Yeah. Does he finger-snap in the show?
1: I don't think so. what the fuck? But he's cool. I, I, it's such a unique visual show. Yeah. Still talking about Soul Leader.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: For the viewers. For our viewers, yeah. There's um, a character named Death the Kid who's great. He's, is he a Death Kid? No, he's the Grim Reaper's son. okay. But his thing is all about, like, being perfect, perfectly symmetrical. And if mm-hmm. he's not, then he, like, can't, like, handle life. Uh, I can, res- but, I can respect that. I can appreciate that. But he has these like three stripes in his hair on one side of his head. So like he can never like, this sounds like pretty be, cool, he uh, really His silly. he has two guns that he uses as okay. his weapon, as his scythes. Okay. Uh, and they always make fun of him. He's like, everything has to be perfect, but he's not perfect.
0: Oh, that's so clever. Yeah. It's a great show. The three stripes thing sounds awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, where were we? <laughs> I was going to say, it's not really, I don't know if it's worth talking too much about the, um, the new design of the Batmobile. We've covered that before in the, um, the mechanic episode about how this is, I think, both of our favorite iterations of the Batmobile, right? The new Batman Adventures one. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the new Bat-boot? The Bat-boot. Um,
1: it looks a lot like the Bat-plane. The Bat-wing. The Bat. Plane. The bat, the bat, wing. The bat. <laughs> it's fine. When I, was, when I was typing up the, the bat boat or whatever yeah. it was i i called it like the bat sub the I'm bat like, sub Fuck the, this i I'm it done. looks like the
0: bat airship yes I, I i look like the bat thing that goes to the sky yeah i i really prefer this version of the bat boat again bias mm-hmm. um i do think it's just a cool really sleek look yeah and like the wings off the side and the fins i never loved the original batman the the BTOS toss bat boat it just it was a weird shape and it was like a it's more like a submarine sort mm-hmm. of thing and I don't know this has like it's like a speedboat kind of look to it
1: yeah well the the original one I feel like is what um, the Schumacher Batman's based their batboat off of if I'm remembering correctly um,
0: kind of yeah I mean the the Schumacher batboat doesn't have the wings off the side it just has one one huge has the fin one huge fin on top and it's an open top thing and so you've got one seat okay so there's some similarities there um of course probably the best bat boat would be the 1960s bat boat well everything from 1960s is the best it's cool it's a cool fucking bat mm-hmm. boat right there i'm still that's the one vehicle that's not included in my lego kit that kind of bums me out oh should i still have them finished i did have sorry to, to go off topic for not off topic how side dare topic for a how dare you we have kept this ourselves is on my topic podcast this chris
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> you're just running away with it <laughs> Um, I love how every villain has a perfect working knowledge of broadcasting stations and oh, how easy yeah. it is for everyone to take over the networks. It's so,
0: I mean, i feel it's like
1: amazing. The- I feel like they have to talk about that in
0: uh, like while they're at, arkham yeah they just sit down and they have a class on yeah that's that's their version of homework is they go and like okay well before we commit this scheme we have to make sure we brush up on you know chemical based explosives and we really got to finish our training on these broadcast systems every like every inmate
1: has to at one point take over the arkham like speaker (laughs) system
0: Just as like, to make sure they can understand and do it. <laughs> they, they they sit around waiting to get called up. They can finally go in and like learn how to use the system. Yeah. Well they gotta do something while Batman's at home, you know, organizing his keys and yeah. testing all of them. <laughs> oh god, it's so true. Did you also notice? Probably not. Color TVs. No. I didn't. That's yeah. a good point, though. Yeah, we we have moved beyond the uh, the black and white televisions. That's awesome! Congratulations, guys. Yeah, you guys finally did. You finally got color television. Well, I feel like that's what the time. whole
1: show this this iteration feels much brighter than yeah. the original B Well, you can, especially thinking like where
0: we started with leather wings.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a different color palette.
0: It really is, and and I I don't know how. Far down the line, they had their plans. I don't know if they were already starting the Chalk Justice League when it came around to doing this, but I imagine they had an idea of, like, okay, we're going to do Superman. They had, like, four years off in between VTOS and Superman. Like, okay, we have time off. We're going to go ahead and do Superman. We eventually had to bring Batman back. We need to bring all those characters closer to this. Pilot. I mean, they also did it to cut down on animation cost. Yeah. Um, but you can see, like, they were trying to kind of merge I them think a little bit. Bruce Tim also said, like, it was a way for them to not... Get bored, yeah. I understand because it was his.
1: He had some interview where he basically said like he wanted to update the outfits, any opportunity he had, mm-hmm. because that keeps it fresh for both the writers and the animators.
0: Yeah. Well, and hey, it worked out. Now we have to get two of every version of the figures, the DC yeah. Collectibles figures.
1: Yeah. Little did he know that just was that just super up the marketing price.
0: I know. Ah, it's genius. Mm-hmm. It's so genius. Um, have we can't, uh, hit all the designs?
1: Uh, Batgirl.
0: Ba- we basically we, we, hit we on did, it. Yeah, we uh, had done that one last Robin, time. Robin. Yeah, what do you think of the new Robin suit? I like it. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I, I prefer <laughs> I prefer the the black and red and yellow look to the uh the one with the green look. I think I think this might have been the first version of that suit. Because as I was reading up on on Tim Drake, he got his all black, yellow, and red suit. Um, I think around the time of, like the New Fifty Two. Okay. Up to that point, he was, yes, because in Hush, you've read Hush? Yes. Yeah. I've read Hush Returns. I don't think I've
1: read the original Hush.
0: For fuck's sake. Why would you read Hush Returns? Because that was the first one that
1: I found at my comic store. Oh, Christ, Cameron. What? Oh, God. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I did finally do to make you, to kind of make you a little proud of me? What What'd you do? Uh, I finally watched all of the Disney movies I hadn't seen before.
0: Why would that make me what? Because oh, I finally saw Okay, so you finally yeah. saw Robin
1: Hood. I saw Robin Hood, Saw the Rescuers' uh, and um your favorite. Uh the Great, oh, Mouse, the great Detective. Mouse Detective. Yeah. What did you think?
0: Loved it. They're That's all great. amazing, yeah. right? I was very upset with myself for not watching them so yeah, for, for waiting so you, long. What are you doing with yourself? Okay, well now that you cut up on those, you you I have a fat stack of comics I hand it off to you. <laughs> you have homework. All no, right. I have Disney Trivia on Wednesday. <laughs> God damn it. Um so, in, oh, for fuck's sake, in Hush, which you haven't read, <laughs> Tim still has the green and red suit. Okay. Um, so, I do like this suit a lot. Um, Dick Grace makes an appearance at the end. Ah, oh, he's back. Yep. Although, we only like can see his front. Although, oh, it's such a fucking waist. And he's wearing a shirt, even more of a waist. But I will say, I, one thing I don't care for is I do not care for mulleted. You don't Dick care for Grayson. mullet? Yeah, mullet. Uh, no. It doesn't look I, like I, he has it. I, in, in, I prefer yeah. less hair on my dick. I'm sure you do. <laughs> so bat plugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to let that one Wait, go. Hang on, hang on. Oh. Um, <laughs> before we get there, uh, I have a question for you. Yes. Fuck we're going to go along, I don't care. Um, at what point one of the henchmen goes to hit Robin with a crowbar? Do you think that was a deliberate uh, reference to the death of Jason Todd? <laughs> I, I don't think so. But anytime there's a crowbar
1: and, yeah. a, and a Robin, I think everyone <laughs> has that fear of, like, he's about to die
0: again. Yeah. some crowbar actually going to happen? Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't do, like I said earlier, I didn't really do any research on uh, Jason Todd. We're leaving that for the fans to do on their We're leaving own Leaving that time. for the fans to do on their own. Or if we ever get around to doing some of the DC AU movies, mm-hmm. um, obviously we would have to do Under the Red Hood. Cause I think oh, it's, it's so probably, good. It's probably both of our favorite. It's it's up there. It's definitely top three. Okay, I think that might be... It's the one I've probably watched the most. Okay. Like, plus, it's got Bruce Greenwood as Batman. I've always wanted him to be Batman. Neil Patrick Harris as Nightwing. That's true. Oh, so good. We'll get to it at some point. Um, so I did do some research on Tim Drake. Uh, so before he became Robin, the character was introduced because basically they, they learned their lesson after Jason Todd, and they're like, okay, we need to have people approve this character. So in the comics itself, uh, Tim deduced... Who Batman and Robin were? Yes. Uh, and oh, sorry. Side note: I also love that after
1: uh, Tim finds out that Bruce is Batman, that Alfred just gives the um, the alternate identity to everyone else. So Tim is talking about like the new the the Robin suit. Oh and yeah. Alfred's like, oh yeah. Dick didn't like that one. Like he didn't know that who Robin was
0: yet. He could have kept that a secret. That's true. Yeah. I mean, once you know. Yeah. Once you know, you know. Once you
1: understand the big secret, like, the little secrets don't matter anymore. That's exactly it. Yeah.
0: He didn't say who Barbara was, though. But at the end, you see them fighting
1: without their costumes on. They're all all training down in the the bat gym. Yeah. Um, The dojo. The dojo. The boat. The bat joe. bat joe. No. Just continue on with Tim Drake's backstory.
0: Um, So, he basically, he was able to prove himself to both Dick and Bruce prior to becoming Robin. Mm Mm-hmm. So his uh, first appearance was Batman number 436 in August of 1989, which means that uh, Tim Drake and I are the same age. Ooh. Or his existence yeah. coincides with mine. Um, he became Robin, though, in December of 89. So he had a, he had a few issues there where he basically uh, got warmed up to the whole thing. This I didn't know, really cool, named after Tim Burton. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because, I mean, he he was introduced at the same time as uh, uh, Tim, Tim Burton was Bird making Batman. the Batman movie. Did not know that. Yeah, no, it's kind of cool. Um, so, but you asked really about Tim Drake's background. So, in the comics, his parents are both alive, mm-hmm. and he's born into, like, Bruce Wayne's social set. So, I remember in, I've read somewhere, either in one of the comics, like, one of those, like, big like dk books about the comics that uh his parents house was like next door to the waynes and there was like a, a tunnel that he would navigate through to go into the bad cave and that tunnel actually oh, makes an appearance cool. in hush but you wouldn't know that nope um so but well you, you just know, spoiled it for me now <laughs> i don't even have to read it anymore it all. um he we always associate like jason todd with dying and uh Dick Grayson with having his parents killed, but Tim's actually had a lot of deaths in his life. So like when he first becomes Robin, that's not really the case. Um, but his over the course of his history, his mom is killed, his dad is paralyzed, mm-hmm. and then later killed by Captain Boomerang.
1: Oh no, the worst of all of people. Them.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> he's best friends with uh, Superboy, aka Connor Kent, aka mm-hmm. L? Yep. Uh, when Superboy dies, he gets all depressed about it, and then he changes his costume to reflect Superboy's colors. And then also his girlfriend is Stephanie Brown, a.k.a. Spoiler, who everyone thought was dead for a period of time. Who was Robin for a very short period of time. Yes, yeah, so she was Spoiler, she was Robin, and she was Batgirl. I'm not sure whether she was Batgirl or Robin first. I don't know, but wow. I'm assuming those happened after she turned out to be alive. There's some crazy shit about her like getting pregnant and running off. I, I forget all the details on it, to be honest. Um, lots of deaths in his life. Um, and I feel like they didn't know what to do with him after Damien came around. Because they turned him into Red Robin. They turned him into Red Robin,
1: yeah. Which kind of has a psychotic breakdown.
0: What was a psychotic breakdown? Thing? I don't In know.
1: the beginnings of Red Robin, this is when Bruce was missing slash dead.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Red,
1: uh, Tim kind of lost his mind and started just murdering people.
0: Oh, oh, okay, there was something. I did I did skim through the wiki. There was something about that, yeah. Cause, mm-hmm. I read those comics. Did you? I did. Oh, I read shit. the first couple of issues of uh, Red Robin. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've never read uh, any of the Red Robin
1: stuff. Because uh, Dick didn't know how to handle it. Because uh, he was like trying to figure out. Like, he didn't even know like what Bruce would do to ring... Him in. Tim in because tim leaves america i think he goes to europe he, he
0: goes off to try and find bruce believing yeah, him because he does be he's the only one that
1: mm-hmm. doesn't believe that he's dead yeah
0: and he has there's some weird story arc about him getting involved with lucius fox's daughter and the league of assassins and some other i don't know. did you read any of that stuff
1: uh i think that was after i stopped reading okay
0: yeah because I, I have battle for the cowl mm-hmm. but i haven't read it yet because at some point i want to go back and actually read death of batman battle for the cowl the entirety of the uh, Dick Damien run, and then the return of Bruce Wayne where he's, like, time-hopping through history. It's so wonderfully He's, like, cave Batman, it's like, so pilgrim great. Batman. yes. Pirate Batman. Pirate Batman. Find out all, that he is actually Blackbeard. It's, it's all so ridiculous. Because, <laughs> like, I, I feel like they didn't know what to do with him. And then, it doesn't help, too, there have been so many reboots. So it's like... Yeah. In the New 52, he was Red Robin, um, but he... Tim Drake is a pseudonym, like, he, his parents were put in witness protection, and they decided that he would have a better life if he lived with Bruce, so he became, like, one of Bruce's wards, but I I feel like they just, they didn't know what to do, because in a lot of ways, Damien is a more interesting character to have be Robin, Yeah. so they, I feel like they just kind of shoehorned him in random places, like, at one point, he became Batman Beyond, Okay. like, Terry died in the comics, and Dick or Tim replaced him, but then... Terry came back and Tim came back, and I don't know. I mean, it doesn't help too that we've now had like. <laughs> well, and then there's also Batman Incorporated, where there's just a million robins. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, there's all these stories with all these different robins. I'm I'm so out of touch because it's so fucking confusing now. Because now we only not only had New Fifty Two, but then we had DC Rebirth now, and it keeps just getting changed around, and I I don't know what's happening. Yeah, at, more at this point. Um, but I I really love him as a character. I think a lot of that for me came from this show, maybe more than anything else. But I have read some comics, including um. Like No Man's Land, he's in those. Okay, I think for a bit, I forget. Sounds like
1: everyone's in that. Sounds like something I should read. To some it's point. honestly,
0: it's really good. I, again, that's in my stack of comics I have back home. Mm-hmm. So maybe other Thanksgiving or Christmas I'll grab and them, bring it them back down. Uh, but it's actually really worth reading. They're really, really good. Okay, and they're really dark too. But you expect like from my Batman. soul, like your, like your pitch black soul? Yes, but you don't even have a soul. <laughs> we're about. It's like you, you just have, animated. You have some soul now. You have seen. Uh, Robin Hood, mm-hmm. the Disney Robin Hood. Robin Hood and Little John running, running through the forest, yep. back and forth. We uh, have to plug Chris. To it's a great movie. Uh,
1: I. What are you watching, listening, reading to, playing? I, I as writing, I was, directing, acting in.
0: Oh, none, none of the above. Um, I, <laughs> improvising. I did. I did sit down and watch Hocus Pocus actually <gasps> last so night. So good.
1: You've seen it before, right? I have seen it before. Okay. It's been a
0: number of years. After I watched these two episodes. Um, I was paing all day, and I did not feel like going out. So I watched an hour of cartoons on a Saturday night, and then watched Hocus Pocus. Sounds till I like my till normal I fell Saturday asleep. night. Um, so what I have to say about Hocus Pocus is so good. The three leads are amazing. Yes, in it, especially Sarah Jessica Parker. So
1: good, Sarah uh, Sanderson.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I, she's amazing. Like, very, I don't want to say subtle because she's kind of like the cartoony character, but like a lot of little details she brought to her come performance on, to on, make on, it really funny. On, come on, come yeah, on. she's so weird. Um, they're great. Obviously, Doug Jones as Billy, what's his bucket? Mm-hmm. Also fantastic. Uh, everything else about that movie is terrible.
1: How dare you? Okay. That movie is the, perfect.
0: The acting is atrocious. Yes. The writing is horrible it's yes. just an endless series of 90s cliches yes they call him hollywood because yes. he came from la uh the bully's name is ice the bully's name is ice it's so it's so dumb they take like, his shoes they take his shoes the parents don't know what's wrong with him she's
1: dressed as madonna he
0: literally says i wish we never moved here he like upsets his little sister who goes and runs off and falls into like a Bale of hay. And you know, you know crying. the thing that like it's, the oh. one
1: thing that bugs me in that movie. One, there's only there's one thing, there's thing. One thing.
0: <laughs> God damn. So, you know it.
1: his bedroom. Uh, he has like the normal bed, and then there's a stairwell that goes yeah, upstairs it's like somewhere. The, it's such
0: a nineties fucking thing. It man. leads nowhere. It just yeah, it's just they, like a little they window. They
1: blow it up. They they blow it up at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I remember like po- like noticing it this for the first time when I watched it last week. Of the like, it literally re like it
0: goes to nothing. Yeah. It's like, just like the it's windows. It's like, like a little little. Not a steeple. I don't know what you call it. It's just like a little viewing room at the top of the house. Yeah,
1: it's so for some funny. reason I always thought that, like that was his bedroom. Was up like this was like this yeah. the hangout room and the bed was up there. No, there's just really no, nothing up it's, there.
0: Oh, it's so the one thing that bugs the one. It's, oh my god, the one thing that bugs you. Yeah, I did. I did get excited what though because um, the so. Thackeray? Not Zachary, Zachary you. Thackeray Banks. Thackeray Banks. When he's, when he's a Thackery human, Binks. he's played by Sean Murray, who you'd only know if you watched NCS. And a uh, friend of the show slash former guest, Todd and I used to watch NCS all the time oh. uh, in college together. And so I texted him yesterday being like, oh my God, like Sean Murray is in Hocus Pocus. What the fuck? He's all excited. And then he responded back to with me today. You would appreciate this. Uh, he was like, oh, holy shit. Mark Hamill was Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah. Do you I'm not like, know that? I'm like, who the fuck is that? Chris. I, I, I get it. He responded, Christopher it's... Christopher ab- <laughs> Lord. <laughs> How did you know that was my middle name? It just rolled off the tongue. Ah, that's why my name is Cuddle. That's my initial, C-T-L. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, there's Cuddle. Um, I've never seen Avatar. I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. Yeah. Fire Lord Ozai, also known as Phoenix King Ozai. Fuck, I don't know any of these things. But yeah, he was he was super Phoenix excited about that. And I'm like, that, I, that doesn't that doesn't fucking matter to me at all. So I mean, I guess if you want some like real super hardcore '90s throwback, go rewatch Hocus Pocus. It's great. It you will hate me for saying this. Probably. I already hate you. As you should. It made me kind of be okay with the idea of a remake. Okay. And and. and the only thing that holds me back is the three leads are absolutely perfect, but mm-hmm. the rest of the movie is garbage, and I feel like they could do some much more interesting stuff with it now because everything about it is just so frustratingly cliched. Go <laughs> so um, so I have that, and the other the other plug I have is uh, one of our friends on Twitter, the uh, Watchtower Database, who's okay. always been real cool about like retweeting us, and I when I remember to go on Twitter, I'm sorry guys, I, I retweet you as well. Um, I saw so they post something about, like, like, some new designs. And I'm like, okay, they're all in the style of um, <clears throat> the Timverse. So I went and looked at it, and they do fan comics set in the DCAU that go, like, continue on some of the stories. Oh, I, that's awesome. I had no idea they did this. I'm super excited about it. I haven't had a chance to read them yet, because I literally just discovered this, like, before you got here. Um, but, yeah, they're just, like, they're all up on their website. They have a whole bunch of, like, full-blown comics issues and they look like they were pulled straight from the run of the comics when the show the shows were back on back in the day um so guys like this is awesome congratulations i had no idea i'm super excited to read about these that's so cool so so well done yeah so they're they're a bunch of real cool folks and they're just keep getting cooler and cooler so well done guys nice um those my plugs Oh, uh, they're also so it's Watchtower Database slash Legacies of the DCAU. It's like they're two, the two channels. I'm going put it all in the social media shit, anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done, guys. Nice.
1: Yeah. Um uh, what do I have to plug? Yeah. I, I watched. Did you ever see Colossal? Did you
0: watch it when I was out? No, that's the um, Anne Hathaway
1: the, that one Neil. Old... as the kaiju. How Great. Was it? Oh, so good. Yeah. Blew me away. Nice. Um, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And Hulu. It's like I said at the top of the episode. Like I love subverting genres Mm -hmm. like you think it's one thing but it's not yeah that's what this movie is like you think it's a monster movie but it's not it's it's much more of like i don't want to say coming of age but like it's drama right yeah kind of Um or it's it's anne hathaway just trying to get her life together okay she has a bad breakup also um what's his face from legion is in it he's the ex-boyfriend Oh. Uh, he sings Evermore in Beauty and the Beast. He's Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Dan Stevens? Yes. Dan Stevens is the ex boyfriend. Oh. And I, it's great. It's a handsome man, Dan Stevens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great movie. Uh, I watched The Foreigner. How was it? Weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't like seeing Jackie Chan sad. It like Aww. does something inside me that it's just makes me change. really upset.
0: I mean, is it. Hmm. It's not a great movie. Okay, it's a I, fine movie. So I define a good movie as does it know what it wants to be? And does he concede at it? By those definitions, is it a good movie? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie has maybe 20 words. He, okay. he
1: plays a very stoic person.
0: Okay. Uh, lots of crying. Yeah. How is Pierce Brosnan in it?
1: Great. Okay. Very hard to understand, but great. Yeah.
0: I mean, he, like his Irish accent is like full-blown in that. Yes. Like that's, that's even beyond Dying on the Day when he just stopped pretending to be British and was just basically playing Bond as Irish.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, all the Irish people are very hard to understand. Okay. Uh, the first half is a little slow because there are no action scenes. After the after the building blows up, which is the first like three minutes, mm-hmm. um, it kind of is in this lull until Jackie's finally like, okay, I'm gonna just start beating the shit out of people. Okay. And that's when it gets like so really gets good. cool. You know, I it's was like, it's almost Rambo-esque rambo okay. at some points. I,
0: w- I was intrigued by it probably because the director is Martin Campbell, mm-hmm. who do you know what he did? No. He did uh, Goldeneye. Ah. But more importantly, he also did a Casino Royale. Oh. Which I will defend that movie till I'm dead. I would die defending that movie, literally, because it is probably my favorite James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie, the action in it, is absolutely incredible. And I've always given him credit for knowing how to do action very organically, but he just hasn't done a lot of great stuff since then. He directed Green Lantern.
1: Oh, damn it.
0: I know. And I think he did, I was like, it was like Edge of Darkness or something. It was a Mel Gibson, like, trying to find what happened to his daughter sort of movie. It was not, it was not particularly good. But I've always considered, like, he's done some really great stuff. I mean, Casino Royale, objectively speaking, is a great film. Yeah. Um, he just never really There was it again, There was so one scene they
1: show in the trailer that is so much cooler in the trailer than it is in the movie. Was oh, is that when like, the sneaky blanket thing? Yes.
0: Yeah, that's such a cool moment. It's such
1: a cool thing. And they just completely gloss over it no. in the movie. Like, you see it happen in a second.
0: Did they, did they also show Jackie then trying to, like, subtly, like, climb out from underneath no, the leaf No, I wish.
1: <laughs> the follow-up to that. I wish. Uh, no, Jackie's awesome. I, I do love now him. That I Now that I think about it, it is very much a Rambo film. Like okay. people, would, people are comparing it to Taken. It's very much more Rambo. Okay. Um... Mm. There's also there's a moment that I I just love with Jackie because he plays it too straight. Um, when Pierce Brosnan is in his office, he's like he's about to go to bed, so he's trying to call his dog over, and the dog mm. is just like passed out. And like Brosnan, you see him kind of like emote of like he killed my dog. Like how yeah. dare he? And like you look over and Jackie's standing there, and he's like dog's not dead. And I'm like damn it, Jackie. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> You tried too hard on that one. Tried a little uh, too hard on that line. Uh, no. uh, but it's great. And then the last thing I want to plug, because uh, I don't think I've had a chance to talk about it yet, because it's amazing. Uh, there's a SpongeBob musical coming to Broadway. Yeah. How? How? The soundtrack was put on Spotify a few weeks ago. Okay. And it's amazing.
0: I love it so much. Uh, is it? Aven- I'm assuming it's eventually gonna make its way to to L.A. God, I hope so. Everything it always, has. To. Everything always does. Yeah.
1: Uh, so you've been listening to it, I'm sure. Yes. How is it? It's amazing. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's everything you want in a SpongeBob musical.
0: Is it? They like, have a
1: remake of Best Day Ever, which is one of my favorite SpongeBob
0: songs. Oh. Um, it's fine. Yeah. I, I have seen, I think, one episode of SpongeBob. Wow. Um, That's impressive, it was, to be honest. It, it was just a little bit after me. Oh, okay. Right? So when, did, when did SpongeBob start? 99. Era? Okay, Yeah. So I, mean, I, well, I, mean, I would have been 98 because it started the same year. Fairly odd parents. 10. Um, but I mean, I watched fairly odd parents. I don't think that SpongeBob seems, seemed at the time, it seemed a little too juvenile at the time. Yeah. So I didn't really watch it. That being said, the one episode I've seen, I've probably mentioned it here before was when, uh, SpongeBob and Patrick end up on the crew of the Flying Dutchman. Yes. And they're like, oh, weest, I thought, or east, I you said we? No, oh my,
1: god! so that's not when they, there's an episode where they end up on the Flying Dutchman. Yeah. And that's when it's the weedle, weedle, weedle. That's not the episode you're talking about. You're talking about the Dutchman's treasure episode when we first meet the Flying Dutchman because Mr. Krabs think, they're playing a board game. Yeah. And Mr. Krabs think it's it's a real treasure map. Okay. um, Because it's 30 paces
0: east. East, I thought you said weest. But I so thought thought are fired, Patrick. I thought they were, like, navigating the ship, and he was like, oh, we were supposed to go this way. I... No. But isn't that the... But I remember them also. They're on the crew of the Dutchman, and, like, they're trying to go between some, like, some, like reefs, and they're just... Pat, like, SpongeBob keeps on, like, you're good. You're good, as, like, the whole side of the hole is getting scraped off. <laughs> but I think you've seen two episodes. Have I seen yes, two episodes? Yes, because those
1: are two separate episodes. Mein Gott. Or maybe you're just thinking that one audio clip is no, in the other I, episode? Maybe,
0: but I've, I've pretty. I, I think I have seen that episode where they say that. Okay. I just I guess I've conflated them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Great episodes. Anything with the flying Joshman is great. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I enjoyed that. I feel like. Yeah. I'll probably never go back and rewatch it, but I have I sub- subsequently decided that it's actually it seems like it's pretty sophisticated and, and adult in its humor.
1: The early seasons were okay. before the movie. They were great because it was the same. The creator was the director of all the episodes. Okay. After the movie, the creator left for a little bit, and that's when a lot of people said it had its dip.
0: Okay. Um, and there's been, what, two movies? Three movies? Yeah, there's been two movies. Two movies. Okay. Yeah, I mm. haven't, <clears throat> haven't seen any of them. Uh, but yeah, soundtrack's I'm great. Monster. I
1: highly recommend listening to it. Bikini and Bottom Day, it's a great song. Um, Best Friends, I think this is called Best Friends, was written by Plain White Tees. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, and it's a beautiful song. Aw. Uh, they they had some big names write the songs for this musical, which I think is so interesting. Yeah, I think so you like tell me about that. It doesn't feel like a cohesive soundtrack. Okay, but it's great. Sorry, it's fine. Uh, no. That's all I have to plug. Okay. Um, now that we've had an hour
0: and a half long episode, no, it's only it's an hour and eighteen minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, it might be our most tangenty episode ever. That's fine. I'm I'm fine with it. Um. I think that probably does it now at this point. I think we've covered it all. I don't know any the random shit you want to talk about for a few minutes. Do you want to have like a little therapy session, get some shit off your chest Just while, to... while we've dragged our listeners along here for uh, no.
1: this, this meandering, pointless journey? No, I'm pretty good. I know my mom listens, so I can't do any of that stuff.
0: Oh, okay. We'll do that, we'll that off-air off discussion. No, life's going great. I don't know oh, to talk about. Good. All right. I missed yeah. you, bud. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. This is like one of our latest to publish episodes we've done in a long time. Yeah, it's fine. It's also physically late at night. Mm-hmm and i got to go off now. And it's like tr- 10, Chris. You're it's an old 10, man. It's 10.30. I'm usually in bed by now. I've been up early. I was working all day long, I've got to go off now and go drink with an Irish film crew, which I'm super <laughs> excited about. That sounds sarcastic. I'm actually literally excited about that. Um, <laughs> that's a real thing that you're about to do. That's a real yeah. thing I'm about to go to. Yeah, I'm going to have to like, wake up and, so LA. and go drink. Yeah, and I have to get up at like 6 o'clock tomorrow morning, too. It's fucking it's
1: the worst. <laughs> Cameron, what am I doing with my life? You're making good decisions. <laughs>
0: uh, where can know. we find the podcast, Chris? Uh, the the podcast at Tim Talk Pod on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I'm trying to get better about actually doing shit on on Twitter. And we have a, an email that we don't check. Uh but it goes directly to my phone. Oh okay. So it's not like a stuff has been accruing for months like <laughs> no one has ever Reached out to us on Gmail. I'm gonna make Some, it. I'm gonna someone, make a new email account just so I can reach out someone to Someone, please email us uh, timtalkpod at gmail.com. I will, I will. I will mention it on the next episode. <laughs> Give you a free shout out. Yeah. Well, we'll like. I don't know. We'll send you something. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Please <laughs> just email us. When I feel like I have a reason to exist. Um, Where can we find you? I. <laughs> I am at Lordifer on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I, I'm assuming most people here have seen my face.
1: Oh, yeah, because I, I posted yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, because you Instagram the, the story now. Instagrams. I know.
0: That's actually been working, I think. I think, I think our followers are going up. I think we're almost Instagram. at 100. I think so, yeah. Not
1: I, to throw numbers out.
0: No, I, everyone loves numbers. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can find me at. What if I wasn't done, Cameron? <laughs> I'm ending you. <laughs> Please end me. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at camdexter underscore adventures. If you want to see my face, if you want to see my art, which I'll update eventually, mm-hmm. uh, you can go to at Cameron Dexter, Dexter. That's the one.
0: I'm like, oh, hey, it's me. I was looking at your, your Snap story. Yeah, it's, it's me. You. Ending the day with some podcasting. I look like a total tool when I talk.
1: Always. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's an audio medium. That's <laughs> Thank God! Uh, Thank we'll be God back God next audio. week with two Superman episodes.
0: I, I can uh, I can tell you exactly what it is. I now keep this uh, this tab open at all times on my computer for convenience' sake, so I have less prattling on to do here. Uh, <clears throat> double dose and Solar Power. So Double Dose, I think that's Live Wire and Parasite. Okay, and I'm not sure which episode is Solar Power. Um, maybe it's an episode featuring the Nuclear Man, aka the villain from Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Oh, maybe it, it won't be. Should <laughs> to make you watch that movie at some point. Nope. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you as always to our listeners for for listening, for and sticking and with joy all this time fifty eight bul- weeks. Our, bul- our bullshit. <laughs> our bullshit. More, um, fifty nine weeks. Fifty nine weeks. We didn't miss one week. Mm hmm. Uh, real good sense then though. Yeah. Thanks yeah. again for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. The Nerdist School Network. <laughs> For class and show information, visit NerdistSchool.com.